welcome back to another episode. How are you, Miranda? I'm really feeling these technical difficulties. <laughs> Say that one more time. Mm-mm. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, we're, you know, no one knows what we're experiencing, so it's fine, but we were feeling it. <laughs> oh, boy. So Miranda's sick, and mm-hmm. we're going to make this a pretty short episode, so... Um, and no real topic, honestly. I think just we're going to – I need to catch Miranda up on some just stuff that I have thoughts on that happened this past weekend. And I think that will be just the premise of today's episode. Rachel talking shit and me providing commentary. And, you know, that's what I'm fine with. I might be on mute half the time, so I'm not, like, hacking up along. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so let me just get into the weekend. Friday, it was Cinco de Mayo. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, y'all celebrated with some margaritas. And it was also my girlfriend's 30th birthday. She was my first friend here in Austin. Cute. So we're going to just start the weekend off there. It was... So we go to... um, we go to get drinks before, so have a couple margaritas, and then we go to dinner at this, like, super fancy restaurant. Mind you, it was, like, 90-plus degrees on Friday, and mm. I, wore, mm-hmm. I wore pants, which mm. I was regretting. I wore kitten heels, okay, and... So your feet are sweating and sliding? Sweating and sliding, and then by the end of the night, I had full-blown full blown blisters all over, all over. Mm-hmm. So not fun. I think it was also in conjunction with the fact that like we walked all over the damn town. So it was just weird because I've worn those shoes before and that's never happened. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, going into the night. So I, it was her birthday, obviously. And I don't know if she'll listen to this. Even if she does, I already told her (laughs) what I'm going to tell you. Uh, Anyways. So. We're at dinner. She invites like two people that she's met, like in the fitness community, um, and then like her friend from DC and her fiance, and then Chad and I. Okay, and I just have one thing. I I just want to talk about this because I I I think I used to do this as well, and it's something that I don't do anymore, and there's a reason for it. So meeting new people. I had to do this, had to do this when I moved to Austin, right. To make new friends in a new city. Mm -hmm. And something that I observed this last night, uh, on Friday was I was meeting two, three new people and one girl sat next to me and she introduced herself fine. But the first question she asked me was, what do you do? Mm Mm-hmm. I hate answering that question because I'm a stay-at-home mom. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, I think of someone like you who, yeah, you stay at home with your kids. You probably, like, feel like that's, like, the first thing that they're going to judge you on. I think it's also... I see it in their eyes, the way that they judge me. So don't think I don't see it. (laughs) Okay, so she says this. And mind you, like, I have lots of things going on. So I shouldn't feel uncomfortable with that. I don't. I look at you, though, and I judge you because come up with a better question to ask Mm -hmm. me. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. I never ask people what they, I, I don't know what anybody does because I hate asking it, but go on, go on. No. So anyways, so that's our first question. And obviously that puts like a negative taste in my mouth about like not super negative, but I'm like, you just connect with people and you don't. And she was one that I was like, we're probably not going to like leave here and I'm going to want to be your friend. So, Mm -hmm. but my point of sharing this is, is I want people to think about this. Okay. If that's something that you gravitate, gravitate towards doing, I want you to think about the fact that you could be in someone like Miranda's shoes who like, you know, does, doesn't, has a unconventional or I suppose like unpaid. Yeah. Unpaid job. There's Um, no success to it, which was like, that's how people like, you know, measure and there's really no success. Like, yes. So, so you could be in someone's position like that. You could be unemployed. Like I was just Mm -hmm. laid off four months, five months ago. Like that's an uncomfortable conversation. It's just something I want people to think about. Like, don't let that be the first question because to me, when you, you're asking that, I think you're thinking, I think you want to either put me in a box of like how much money I make, or you want to ask this question so that I then ask you what you do and you can go ahead and boast about your successes and your resume and X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. So. And also, like, your job is hard to explain. Like, you'd have to be like, well, do you have 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, like, I think I find this. I think it's also the fitness community. Or maybe just like entrepreneurship in general. Like, she maybe she didn't mean anything by it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, right. I also... I am a health coach, but I also have a nine to five in, and in, in insurance, which is automatically judged as it is anyways, because it's looked down upon. And I'm like, I actually really love my job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've been in it mm-hmm. for 10 years. So, cause, it, cause it's not like glamorous, you know, I could tell, I mean, same where you're like, I can see it in their eyes, like same with her. Like she didn't have any follow-up questions to that. And that's how, you know, like, if they don't have any follow-up questions like, oh, what's your favorite part about this? Like, oh, tell me more about that. That feels more genuine to me than, like, again, just getting, asking it so then I can ask you, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Did you ask her what she does? Yeah. I mean, that's the polite thing to do. And then she rattled off all this thing, you know, everything and gave me her resume. I know where she goes, where she went to undergrad, where she went to grad school. Did she ask me those things? No. So it's like, my point of sharing this is if you're meeting new people, come up with better questions to ask. Okay. Like there are better questions to ask, to get to know someone and asking, what do you do? It is easy. It's an easy question, especially if you struggle with like making new friends. I challenge you to come up with something better. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I don't even know what I usually lead with, with when I'm asking people what they like when I meet people, honestly, it's never that, but like, I really don't even, maybe I rely on the other person a little too heavily to carry a conversation. You might. Yeah. And I mean, it gets not, it takes practice. Okay. Like I, this, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about is a skill, right? So it does take practice to 
challenge yourself to connect with others. You, mm-hmm. it's, it's something you learned to do. And uh, yeah, it can just take time and experimenting with what questions work and what doesn't. And also just being genuinely curious, like going into situations like that and being genuinely curious about other people without you coming out with like a fucking dick measuring contest, you know? So that's the other part of it. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. And my friend, she has a bunch of friends that are all, I guess, entrepreneurs and they are in this place of like referring business back and forth to each other. Like that's their whole thing. So I could see them asking like, do you, what do you do? Do I think it can come up later on. So Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it should be, but don't, it should not be the first question. No. What should be the first question? Please tell me. I I really want to know. I think some easy things that I do is like, I love to compliment people, like to lift others up. Right. So sometimes like her dress, I was like, your dress is so cute. Where did you get it? Or, and that's to me, I know some people might disagree, but super surface level, but that just kind of opens the door. It's a low barrier to entry question. Right. So just like your dress is super cute. Where'd you get it? Oh, where do you like, you know, how close do you live down here? Um, cause she, she had just walked here. I was like, Oh, um, where do you live? If you just walked over here. So, you know, are you close? Like that sort of thing. I usually hate asking people where they live. Cause like, I feel like I hear somebody. <laughs> I don't, I didn't hear anybody. Miranda's like coughing and someone's coming <laughs> anyways. So, uh, Maybe, you know, maybe the way that I approach this with, like I said, like complimenting someone's like appearance is, isn't the best way to do it. But to me, I think I'm lifting others up. I think something else you can do is like, you know, ask what they, how was their past week? Like, did you do anything fun this past week? Uh, Can, you know, just maybe even saying anything you're looking forward to this weekend. I think there's other ways to. Mm Mm-hmm get to know someone without putting a label on the person yeah it does really put people in boxes because like there's so much more to somebody than what they do because again work is a means for money so literally you're doing something to provide life for yourself so you can't really like judge people on that unless they're like making like billions of dollars then you can judge them other than that (laughs) Yeah. So that was the, that night. And I'm like, you know, that just reinforced my decision to maybe not continue to see that, you know, potential friendship blossom. Had you had their eyes on being their friend? I was open to it for sure. Okay. And what about the other people? The other girl was, um, she was cool. She kind of reminded me of you. Uh, she just was like here and then went like, she's someone I would definitely like meet up with again. So like, that was fine. But do you know what she didn't ask me? She didn't ask me what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, like that never came up. We just like hit, she <laughs> honestly, <laughs> what, what we started talking about was like, and now people are like, I really don't care actually. The way the hostess, was just really rude like mm-hmm. the, the whole time so she looks over to me and she's like 
am I uh, crazy? Was this hostess a bitch? Because I'm about to pop her. And I started laughing. Like she was just like making a joke about it. And I thought that was funny. And that was like kind of how we started just talking about things. And it was more so just, I don't even know. It felt like very organic mm, conversation cute. that her and I had. Yeah. Because then from did there, I got to know then? her a little bit. She met the one girl that I didn't connect with, like, via Instagram. And then um, the other one was through this, like, uh, kickboxing gym that was right by her house that she used to go to. Cute. Have you been to a kickboxing gym yet? Not here, but I have in, like, Columbus. Okay. Well, maybe you should do yeah. that here, where you are. I don't know if I, I didn't really care for it. It's kind of like, to me, like the kickboxing, like I've done like title boxing. Uh, and I just, it's dirty. Like it's very dirty and smelly. Like I was like, mm, you know, I hate like, that I'm not into so that. much. There's like, like this, it reminded like, me of like wrestling. Oh gosh. Yeah. Don't remind me. Yeah. Uh, there's this gym downtown that like everybody likes to go to, but it's like such a bro gym and it smells so bad. Oh my God. And I like, I, yeah. that matters to me. I'm sorry. I literally, if I feel like I'm going to throw up because it smells mm -hmm. so bad, like I'm not in, no, no thanks. Or if it looks like a machine was like used to shit, please. I don't yes. want nothing to do with that. Give me my nice gym. <laughs> yeah. It's, I was just like watching a TikTok and. Uh, the the girl was like, so I just started going to the gym and I'm scrolling on TikTok and I'm watching this TikTok where this guy gets chlamydia Oh God. and it ends up being from the gym because he must have like used, he must have like laid his towel down on a bench, used that towel to like getting chlamydia, like maybe in his eye or something, wiped his face and then got it, like got it in his eye. Dude, I do not believe that. <laughs> I do. I, I do not believe do. that. I, I do. I, do. I think people are disgusting. Absolutely Well, yeah, disgusting. I have no doubt about that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm always yelling at my friend to wash her hands. Oh, I'm like, I am a straight up germaphobe. Like, yeah, I same. wash my hands so much. I was sitting with my friend. We were getting our pedicures. And she was, like, handing me her phone to look at something. And I was like, fucking wash that. <laughs> Ew, that and is I the one thing. Like some alcohol wipes from my purse, and I was like, "Yeah, dirty bitch, get rid of that." Phones are disgusting. So gross, like, absolutely gross. Mm -hmm. Don't bring your phones into the bathroom with you. No, bring a book. Fuck it. I don't Fuck even like pull my phone out of my. You know how people will like. Uh, now at my house, I will like get on my phone, but like in public places. Like, I don't know. It no, does not come so out of my gross. purse. Oh, my gosh. Like, when there's no, like, hanger for your purse, I'm immediately pissed off. Oh, yeah. Like, it, pissed, it drives me nuts. Pissed off. Because I yeah. have to, like, either hold it while I'm trying to wipe myself or I have to, like, set it, like, behind. Like, where, where are we putting these stuff? Hmm? Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I agree. That does set me off, too. Whew. I mean, just even like not having paper towels, like they have soap, they have water, but it's like they don't have any paper towels or like any oh, like gosh. air yeah. thing. Like that shit pisses me off too. No, the, I hate when it's just the air blow dry because that thing grosses me out so bad. Why? You, why does I need that? a paper towel. 
Oh, you haven't yeah. seen I mean... these. Sorry, I just hit my desk. Um, yeah, they like put the thing in there, a petri dish, and the petri dish just blossomed with gross mold. <laughs> However, you might be able to wash your hands and then put sanitizer on. That's an option if you oh. have to use the blow dryer. So gross. gross. So gross. Like, I am at a point where I don't even want to bring my phone into the gym anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I don't want to touch equipment and then touch my phone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm so grossed out that, like, I don't even want to open up the lid to my water bottle at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know what to do here. Uh, uh, yeah. People, I just feel like the gym is, like, one of the grossest places ever. I just feel like people are dirty. They are. They're so gross. They're so gross. Yeah. That's, like, what, when, like, COVID started popping off, I'm like, you can't convince people to wash their hands. Well, not only that, but, like, well, everyone was a fucking freak about it, about washing their hands. And I'm like, why weren't we washing our hands like this all the time? Like, they weren't. Like, what the fuck? No, they were not. They were not. Ugh. They yeah. were just so, being nasty. Um. So what was I going to tell you? So yeah, that was my night. I wanted to tell you about the conversations and just maybe just give some people some perspective on that. The, but I want to tell you something else that I did. So today I had a full day with my friend here uh, in Austin, another girlfriend of mine. And she... Um, she... Jeez, what am I trying to say? She asked me to go to church with her. So we went to church this morning, which was okay. Like the, yeah, it was okay. I just have thoughts on it. Um, I want to go back just to give him another try, but it was okay. Uh, then the set, what did we do after that? We went and played tennis. That was super fun. Ooh. Yeah. That's like my favorite, I would say like new activity, I suppose, like mm-hmm. outdoor activity. Love doing that right now. Then what did we do? We went to lunch at Picnic, if you're local to Austin. Super good. It reminds me of North Star in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we went to, what I'm getting at was we went to do cryotherapy and the sauna. So we did 40 minutes of the sauna. Ooh. And then it was actually, like, super – it was fine. Like, I only really started sweating until the last, like, 10 minutes. Maybe 10 or 15 minutes. I wonder how that works because, like, I feel – It was 140 in degrees in there. Ugh, that sounds terrible. Anyway, oh, it was on. nice. Yeah, so I did that for 40 minutes, I think, 30 to 40. And then we did cryotherapy, which is, like, a huge ice box. Mm -hmm. Uh, basically yeah like it felt like I was in a freezer for three minutes and it's different from because I've done a cold plunge it's different from a cold plunge it's more yeah like I think it's more of a gradual cold exposure so probably the last minute was when I was like this is like my legs like they I they felt like they couldn't move like it was wild that sounds terrible (laughs) Well, I thought it was, I mean, I, 
I don't know. I want to do the research on it because I've heard Huberman Lab talk about like cold exposure, but in the sense of I think cold plunges and not specifically cryotherapy. So if I could learn a little bit more about if they're the same benefits, because according to the chick that was there, she said that doing three minutes of cryotherapy is like doing 30 minutes of a cold plunge. So I don't know. I don't know what validity truth to this is, but we'll have to see. I know that cold and like cold and heat exposure are really, there are benefits to that. So I'm assuming they're the same, but I want to make sure like this whole chamber of ice, like this ice chamber that I was in delivers the same as a cold plunge. Some more to come on that. I feel like this cold plunge thing got blown away out of proportion. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. There's science to support it. I'm sure there is, and I'm not doubting it. What I'm saying is I feel like it's been taken a little too far. Tell me more. (laughs) Maybe I just don't want to see somebody posting the same video of them jumping into a cold water every single day just to show that you did it. That's what I'm talking about. So... I hear you, but I think it's more of like an accountability thing because it does fucking suck. So it's like, don't let do me it. record myself. <laughs> Miranda. Listen, there are benefits life is meant are... to be enjoyed, okay? Jeez. See, this is what you need to read on. That's why you need to read Dopamine Nation. Because it talks about like, ex- we need more like pain. Mm. And like, you know what I'm saying? So it's called, um, that's actually, um, I've been reading this book called, oh gosh, well, it's going to give me uh, the soul of discipline. It's by Kim John Payne. He's like a doctor for kids, basically. Kyle's kids, 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 psychiatrist. Yes. Thank you. So he, he writes about like, uh, kids need conflict. And they also need, and like, and the way that kids have experienced trauma is like, it could be from their brother dropping their ice cream cone on the floor to, Mm -hmm. you know, the worst thing that you can imagine. However, what they need. So I don't know why I brought both of those up. Sorry, guys. I'm on Sudafed right now. Anyway, um, (laughs) what I'm saying is like, he's like, the kids do need conflict. And when you provide kids with everything that they possibly need, it takes away their problem solving abilities. That's why you need to give them like, he talks about like the, the minimal amount of toys that are needed to actually entertain a kid. Cause when you give them way too many toys, this is why I can't stand when I get so many toys, new toys for the kids. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because they play with it for like five seconds and then they lose all the pieces. And then I, I'm like stuck with this, trying to put it back together. And it's on me as the mom to take care yeah. of said item forever. And I, that's what like, oh gosh, I want to get started on it this, but like, I don't want to get started on this because I could go on forever. But anyway, yeah, kids need conflict. So you're, that, that guy's correct. Go on. Yeah. Anyways, no, you're, you're, you were commenting on the fact that I was saying that like, we need to experience pain to experience pleasure, basically. Mm. Is, uh, and that's why we jump in ice. Yeah, that is. I why would we like jump pain from somewhere else. Okay, well, you you just sound like you don't want to get uncomfortable. Like I like to do that because it makes me it's challenging. 
I just really hate the cold. Really hate the cold. You would, I don't think you wouldn't mind the cryo part because like there's difference between being cold and being wet. And like the cryotherapy is definitely, or the like cold plunge is just like, there's no water. Like that sucks. Yeah. With the cryo, there is no water. Mm, That would be different. Yeah. Yeah. I just cannot, the cold, it's just brutal. All of it. But I also don't really like the heat that much too. So yeah, I was gonna say like you just were saying like not getting in the sauna. Like there's so many benefits of the sauna. I know. I usually just I I like the sauna. I just never have time because like if there's something that goes out of my schedule at the gym, it's the sauna because I have yeah. to get a whole workout in while my kids are in the child watching area, and I have to somehow maintain their bladders while I'm there. So the first what do you thing you maintain goes is their bladders. Make sure that I'm there when they need to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Will they like call you if one of them needs to go to the bathroom? Yes, I just have to get there in time. Mm. So I could be all if I'm in the sauna. I have yeah. to scoop. <laughs> so yeah, that's a uh, one uh, reason I just I have I never get to go in there, which I wish I could. Yeah, it felt so good today. I wish like I had access to a sauna more, more often. Where was... are you working out? My my home gym. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, I work out at home, and then I just I think did I already tell you I signed up for a cycle bar? You told me that you were going to. Have you done it yet? Oh yeah, I already signed up, but they don't open until like the middle of May. Oh, okay. Did you get like a little discount? Yeah, kind of. I'm doing eight sessions a month. So instead of doing unlimited, it's like eight, which I feel like it, that's, that's plenty. I think that Two is plenty Two a week. That'll kick your butt. I should get back into cycling and getting some more cardio. I honestly, guys, listen, I want to start a cut so motherfucking bad. And you want to know why? Yeah, I'm tired I want to unpack that. My clothes are not fucking fitting and I'm sick of it. And I, sorry, I've had, how many wardrobes have I had to go through in the last five mother freaking years? Yeah. A lot. I've had two pregnancies, a postpartum like time and then losing weight and then another pregnancy and then a post, like, just like I'm over it and I don't want to buy any more clothes. So I'm just going to f- make them fit. <laughs> Do they fit you or no? They do. They're just like snug and like I don't like snug clothes. I want my clothes to fit like loose and mm, yeah. So I worked on this little checklist and I'm going to see how that works because the thing is, is like I don't need to be told what to do. I don't think. Right. Would you say that? Yeah. I mean, I think you have a good grasp on it. I think if anything, you just need to reel a couple things in, you know, whether that looks like with your diet or with your just adding in some cardio, you know? So I think I just need somebody to like hold me accountable. So I'm going to try and make that myself and my husband too. Cause he wants to, I want him to like gain like a lot. And for him, who's naturally like his body's fighting every bit of weight, it's going to be really hard for him to gain weight, but it's going to happen. I will put weight on him. 
<laughs> You're just going to feed him? Yeah, overfeed him. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just like, I need to get my clothes to fit. I want to feel a little bit more put together with like, I don't know how to explain this. Sorry, I had a cough. So, yeah, just, yeah, I want my clothes to fit again. I'm tired of this. And I have to go bathing suit shopping. I still haven't bought, I haven't bought a bathing suit and I can't remember how long. And you wore a bathing suit to my bachelorette. And when was that? Three years ago. <laughs> yeah. So I need to do this. I have to. And then at that point when I was like, okay, when I get to this place, I just want to see the muscles that I've gained. Cause I feel like I'm at a point where like, I can't see him anymore. And I don't like that. Cause like I worked really hard to put on his muscle that I can't see. Yeah. And I really want leg definition. I want to see my quads so bad. That will, seeing my quads alone will motivate me for the rest of my life. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, that's never been me. Like, yeah, so I'm with you. I like, I told my coach I want to eventually do, I mean, I do want to do a cut. She just wants me to be eating at like maintenance and pushing my maintenance. Like she's even talked about like, I'm eating like 2,200 calories right now. She wants me to be at like 23, 24 and that's super scary, but I know that when the time comes to cut, you know, I could cut on like 1900 calories, which would be fucking dope. Yeah. Right so. now I, I calculated my stuff out and like my maintenance is probably 2300 and I'd be, I should be cutting at like 17. Right. But here's the problem. Um, 17. I, yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll okay. tell you why in a second. So my day to day is like, I'll eat this much and then I'll eat, sorry, with my hands. I should not describe with my hands. Um, so one day I could eat 2,500 calories. The next day I could probably eat 27. The day after that, I'll probably have like 15. And then the day after that, I might even have 12. I mean, and I didn't even realize that. I didn't even realize it. Cause like, I thought I was eating consistently. I'm not, I really thought I did. But I calculated this chili I made and I was so proud of this fucking chili and it was like 200 grams of calories or 200 calories per serving. And I'm like, oh yeah, chili. I think people don't realize that chili is actually like, so it's pretty low calorie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it is like really like you get a lot for Mm -hmm. not a lot of calories. Um, It's nice if you're in a deficit, but yeah, uh, it's easy if you're, you know, trying to eat a certain amount of food. I was like, so yeah, it's just like, it's absolute chaos. My diet is like, while I do, like, I think that anybody could look at my diet and be like, this is a, you eat really great. But like, it's just all over the place. And yeah, I think I need some uniformity or something. Which, like, this is why I want to have a vegan coach specifically, because I feel like I want somebody that understands the ins and outs of it. And they also just, yeah, just, also, I don't want to have to be fighting my coach about being vegan the whole time. Because, like, listen, my dude, I am, like, almost 10 years into this. I really, I'm not... Like, leave me alone. 
or like the whole time they'll be like questioning the protein source and like that oh gosh that's exhausting in itself too so yeah a vegan coach would be great and I just I don't know I feel like I'm like the worst person to coach in terms of like because like for some reason whenever I bring anybody in to like what I'm doing I like I don't know what happens. I just like cannot be consistent. Okay. You Isn't must have been consistent in some capacity to have lost the weight though. You know what yeah, I, by myself. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. By myself, yeah. yeah. But as soon as like somebody's like, how did this go? Or like, make sure you do. I, I don't know. I don't know. It just like, I don't know. I've also never really had a personal trainer. I've only just like followed somebody's like workouts. And I'm like, that was okay. Like you've never worked with a nutrition coach. Mm-mm. Oh no, no, I've never yeah. worked with a nutrition coach. No, I'd I have think to work with like if a you professional. Can, I think if you want to do, if this is something you do want to do, I think you can do it with your own help, like you holding yourself accountable. And then if, like, let's say you try it and it you know, you do want that layer of accountability, then go and seek outside help. Yeah. And like, I think right now what I'm struggling with is like the patience of it. Right. Which I said, I think like two episodes ago is like the worst part about weight loss or anything like this is just being patient long enough to see the results. Yeah. Literally I mean, the I worst part. I feel that right now too. Like. I know right now I'm doing all of the right things for the future cut, you know, like, oh, the yeah, scale, you know, like, I definitely am like, probably, and I don't know, maybe I haven't really gained weight, but like, I'm, it's uncomfortable, you know, like, eating this mm-hmm. much food. Yeah. Although like, there are so many perks to it. Like, I, I still have so much I have, or I have a ton of energy. I'm good. Like my digestion is better than it's been in a really long time. So, but it is like the patience of earning the cut that I'm like, okay, like I'm in here for a minute until I can earn the right to do a deficit the right way. I hear you. I feel like I want to just spend the next two years. Cause like I'm about to turn 28 and I want to make my 30th year, like, primo because I dedicated my 20s to my kids the 30s are mine those are mine (laughs) they're no one else's right like 30s are the year that I'm going on vacation everywhere all the time I don't care right because like I I I don't even know if I see what I've done as like a sacrifice because like I signed up for it and like I wanted to do it right yeah but with the idea of knowing 10 years, those are mine. Those Mama's are mine. Mama's turn. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So that's why I want to spend, like, I want to do, like, a two-year transformation, right? And, like, how do I sign up for that? Like, how does, how does, how does, what is that? Well, I signed up for, like, the coach I'm with. It's a year commitment, and I'll probably extend I it, love like- that. I yeah. fucking love that. You're like, you're not going anywhere for a year. I love that. Oh, so anyway, yeah. go on. And it's just another, like, I swear, once you pay for something, it just like, it, 
kicks your ass a little bit to like pay attention and to really put forth effort. So, and it's not cheap, right? Like it's not cheap. So something Mm -hmm. that like I'm paying every single month for and watching it like hit my account and I don't know, it's, it is, it's just, uh, for the next 12 months, it's, it's a, it's just a completely another level of accountability that I really needed right now. Yeah, that's really cool. I really like that she does 12 months because like any, any good coach knows that, right? I know that anybody that is in this industry in any capacity, right? If you're just a participant in working out, you know that this shit takes time. It takes a lot of fucking time. And the biggest transformations you see aren't just the three month ones as much as like, that would be cool. But like, yeah. It's not the reality. I agree. So that's pretty cool that she does that. I like yeah. that idea. I think a lot of people do. I know I do. Do what? I offer like 12-month packages too. I would. I think a lot of people do, but I think a lot yeah. of consumers don't realize. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They don't realize the benefit in like a, a 12-month commitment because like that's where, yeah. that's where you get the good stuff. Right. The way I, I would like to set up if I... Whenever I, I don't know, I think I still haven't decided how I would like to personal train, but if I had it my way, if somebody came to me and they were like, what do you want me to do? I would say for the first like four months, I don't want you losing any weight. Uh, We're not focused on weight at all. You're going to be putting on as much muscle as you possibly can. So when we do an eventual cut, we'll see all that muscle that you put on. So you would do that for someone who is in your shoes, right? Because what if somebody comes to you and is looking for weight loss? That's a very different, that's a very For different... sure. I w- what I said was if somebody came to me and was like, what do you want me to do? And they were like, I'm up for anything. That's how yeah. I would, That that's like my whole approach. But what if this be. person, what if this person was visibly like overweight? Mm-hmm. Still the you same think... thing. Because they'll still lose weight. You think putting them like eating at what in a surplus or at maintenance? Maybe just over maintenance and letting them just put on as much muscle as they can before the cut. Because the thing is, is like if you go straight into weight loss and you lose like 50 pounds, all you see is skin and bones and then like some fat and like you, I want some muscle. I don't disagree with you. I just think that. I don't think I would have someone, I don't think I would have someone eating in a surplus, but I would do maintenance. Like I feel yeah. on that. I mean, I, again, I said, if like this person was like, yeah, help me. And I'm like, you're like, I, let's focus on like the strength training portion mm-hmm, of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm following now. Yeah. And then like, there's so many benefits to just focusing on strength training first and then adding in other things and like allowing your body to like acclimate to what's going on. Uh, Yeah. That would be the most, I think that's like the most beneficial way of going about it. But I understand that people are like on the fast track of like, I want to lose this weight 50 weeks ago. And like, fortunately, like that's just, yeah, that's kind of how people see things. But yeah, if you have if you can do it that way, if anybody can do it that way, do it that way. I want to see it. Show me. I like Show it. me how you do it. But here's the thing. When you decide to like launch your coaching, your personal training business, 
speak to those people, right? So when you are doing your marketing, like speak to those people and get them on, you can market and make that who you work with. You work with those type of people who don't want just a quick fix. They do want to build a ton of muscle and they want to uncover it afterwards. Like you can convince those people to come to your circle and only work with those types of people. So you're not stuck working with people who want the quick fix and they'll come and go, but it's just something that like you have control over too. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I think I would market that, honestly. I've I've been going back and forth on like how I want to or like where I want to launch because I don't know how I feel about online training for myself. And I really like hands-on. I'm obsessed with helping people figure out like I love the in-person uh connection when I am like motivating in person. Oh, I love it. I have like a hard time stopping myself from looking at somebody do something really cool and like not walking up to them and being like, like cheering them on. I have like a hard I time. I totally see you doing in-person training. I would love to. And I love helping people with their form. Oh my gosh. Like I'm a form freak. Freak. Like if my form's not great, I'm not doing it. And yeah, I'm waiting no, until somebody's think... with me to show me if I'm not doing it the right way. Like, it's just not my thing. So, yeah, I love helping people and I love cheering them on. Like when I'm working out with my friends, I'm like, you got one more. You got one more. One more. And like, that's fun to me. I love yeah. that. So, yeah. No, I think I that, that that is your time. That's coming. So what's the status of your test? What's going on? Are you studying? I haven't started studying yet. What's your goal with that? When do you want to complete that certification? I want to finish it by the end of the year. However, Vito okay, has what? to take his freaking PE, personal, or no, personal, uh, what is it, professional engineer. And like that thing is like a behemoth of a test. So we would both be studying like at the same time, unless I just started now. <sighs> I don't want to study at you all. You can do it. Here's, I'm going to put this out there. When I get this, I promise you, nobody knows it more than I do because I'm going to have to read that book 15 mother freaking times in order <laughs> to retain it. So I promise you, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think you give yourself enough credit, credit because you just rattled off this book to me about discipline and explaining the concepts of what he so well. So I know because that stuff is so interesting and like muscle fibers. Do you not think are not yeah. interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah. You kind of lose me when we're talking about the inside of the body like that. I like, I'm like trying to read this book right now. And it's this detective. She's like trying to figure out who killed this professor. And like, they're interviewing a professor and the professor's just going on about some like jargon in school. And I am having a hard time following. Mm. Don't know why. There's like sometimes if there's an overabundance of information all at once, it's like my brain it's just shuts much. off. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you are going to finish it this year, mm -hmm. even if it means you guys overlap with your own studying. It yeah. Miranda, I think it's going to give you a lot of joy. I think it's something that you can have to you can have as your kids get older, right? So your kids won't be young forever and they're eventually going to both be in school. So it's like, if you can have this thing that you start to develop and grow now, imagine what it could be 
when they are eventually in school and your time is I mostly am just thinking about that time to where if I pick up this book and like it's just impossible trying to figure out study schedules the kids schedules and all that I can push it off until I have some more time I guess I just I really don't want to do that but I guess I can you can and that's do kind it. of like what I'm yeah trying to figure out I have to do it I really want to do it also I'm like worried about this like have you heard of like chat GPT writing fitness programs I've you I've tr- I've utilized chat GPT not to, I utilize I just like I, have yeah I just started like playing with it even with like nutrition planning and things like that yeah but yeah. what are you what are you saying about it I feel like um, people can use that instead of using a personal or like a personal trainer. And I'm like, as my. See, this is where people are getting it wrong with AI. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think AI is going to be a beautiful thing as it evolves. I think it already is. People still want the human connection. Mm -hmm. And just like you are different from me and you know, I'm different from you and different people connect with me and different people connect with you. They're not, people aren't going to seeing a personal trainer in person to work out with a robot. Like they want a friend that they, like there's a connection that happens there that AI will never be able to deliver. AI will never be you. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That robot doesn't have this personality, baby. So yeah, you're and right. That's what people want. Mm-hmm. That's what people want. Like that will never go away. That will never you're go away. You're completely correct about that. And like that's the thing is like somebody that can go on a chat GPT and like follow that and like get results is probably not somebody that I need to work with. No, like, absolutely. I need not. to work with somebody that like I want somebody that is like my doctor said I need to lose weight. I don't know what I'm doing. Please help me. And like not be somebody that's judging me. And mm-hmm. I'm like Please. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let me cheer you on every single step of the way. And I love it. Yeah. Health and fitness is a very vulnerable Mm -hmm. experience, like journey. It is. And a robot or AI can't appreciate it. Cannot. Yes. Cannot understand that. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Job security, baby. No, I hear you. I do. And that's what I'm here for is to be that happy person that I could even see you doing um, like group instructor, like group fitness classes. That would be cool. And I would be down for that. I have thought of that and I probably would do it. I I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. You, you would be good at that too. Mm -hmm. I think so. And um, yeah, I just got to, get this. And I also desperately, so like once I pass this, I have to go right back into studying and get my prenatal postnatal because I, I know I ha- I lived that. So I have those credentials there, but I want that label. Like I want to stamp it. Yeah. You know, and it's just finding like the right program. Yeah. I'll see what I can find. I know that NASA offers one, but I'll probably go with something that will just hand it to me. So Hmm. I don't have to study even more because again, like a lot of the 
I what I think is like when we're talking like the ins and outs of like body healing postpartum, mm-hmm. that's not me. Like I'm not helping you there. That's what your yeah. uh, pelvic floor therapist is helping you with or your midwife. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I feel like we're coming to a close. We I talked about everything I wanted to today. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No. Oh, I just heard Amelia. <laughs> oh, no. I have such bad... Al- like, on top of this, I have allergies today, too. So... And I have to go grocery shopping. Oh, I already did that. Already grocery shopped, made dinner. I'm going to go for a walk and do some laundry. That sounds nice. I... On account of everything that has gone down today and how I feel, I really wouldn't go grocery shopping, but I have to since Vito's leaving. Like, moms know the business. You need everything. And I need to get laundry detergent. Oh, Oh, we just got that today, too. And toilet paper. Ah, I should have gotten toilet paper. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, um, everybody have a lovely day. Thanks for just hanging out with us. If you guys like this better than anything... Oh, honey. Please let us know. We can sit and chat. (laughs) Yeah. If this is definitely more of the style versus like prepared topics. Yeah. Please definitely let us know. So Mm -hmm. uh, we need to figure out recording next because remember, I'm going to Hawaii this weekend. No way. Okay. So, okay. Well, we'll plan. We could probably record on Thursday night. Wait, no. Friday night. When do you leave? Well, let's. Anyway. Saturday. Yeah. Guys, have okay. a wonderful week, wonderful weekend, because this comes out on Fridays. Um, yeah, thanks for watching. Oh my gosh, when you guys listen to this, I'll be leaving the next day to go to Hawaii. That sounds amazing. I want to go so bad. Oh. I know, I'm so excited. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Have a great rest of your day, Miranda and the audience. Bye. Bye. Bye.